This is Colossus, and you are listening to The High Regard Show. The High Regard Show. It's... It's not just big, it's huge! Check out The High Regard Show. New episodes every Monday. Hey everybody, I'm Tom. And I'm Nikki. And this is the High Regard Show. In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem. Way up on the third floor. Moving on up. Oh, it don't get better than that. No, sir, it doesn't. So, hi. Here we are. A new world. A new world. Ooh. It is, isn't it? It really is. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you could call it that. (laughs) So, in observance for um, Inauguration Day, we decided to forego the guests and just do a somber show. It's kind of like lowering the lights on America. (laughs) (laughs) The lights went out on America. Speaking of which, did you see that Billy Joel, right after New Year's, went down to Miami and performed Miami 2017 live in Miami? I did see that, yes. How awesome is that? That is a really cool song. Like, I it love is a that very song. Good song, yeah. And here we are. We're going to be living it soon. We all of that will be true. <laughs> <laughs> we sure are, Tom. Oh well, what are you going to do? Um, Shit in your shoe is what my old granny used to say. I know you remind me all the time. I feel like I know your old granny, and she has one phrase. I never even knew her. So I mean, <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> we're both we both know her now. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Why don't we get into a you heard and then get into our gift to inauguration weekend? (laughs) Sure. All right. Well, knew it. This week's You Heard comes to us from the Uptown C Train at Chamber Street. This gentleman gets on and he has like a bunch of shit and he has a cardboard box like that was flattened out that he kept hiding behind and like screaming and he was like kind of speaking in tongue but then he said this. Mm-hmm. Squeeze your legs. Squeeze your legs. Was he talking to you? He was just screaming it to everybody. And then, like, I he ended up getting off at 125th Street. So I was with him all the way from Lower Manhattan until Harlem, which was quite a long time. Yeah, that's an awful trip, man. Like, I don't want and people talking He at even all. Yeah, and, like, he just kept yelling, and he was really, really loud. And then when we got to 59th Street, I was like, oh, the D's across the way, so I'll take the express. And then sure as shit, as I was running across the platform, there he was running across the platform yelling. And he yelled from 15... So he yelled from Chambers all the way to 125th Street. Was his box portable enough to be carrying it with him? It wasn't even like a box. It was just like a flattened portion. And he had like a a suitcase that looked... Like, it looked nice. Like a nice looking, really, really big suitcase. And he just kept like putting this cardboard like panel in front of his face and then hiding and like like peeking out at everybody and like of course everybody's looking at the person that's yelling and he's like you're all looking at me you're all looking at me and like i felt kind of bad for him but then he just got like really really loud and it was just like too much yeah well crazy people don't know they're being crazy right i know i know and like i try to be like sensitive and it's like but sometimes it's just it was a long day you try to be sensitive meanwhile i have like midgets trying to squeeze between me and the door to train to like get on like when we're getting in and i'm just i'll kick you i don't care that you're small okay well maybe you could talk about that in your segment that you get at the end of the show maybe let's see what happens <laughs> anyway so i thought squeeze your legs it <laughs> kind of serves as a good like you know reminder to the new administration to like you know squeeze your legs squeeze your legs so that your pussy doesn't get crapped <laughs> <laughs> well that works and that's this week's you heard 
And not only does it work, it's also pretty much the entire focus of this week's show. It really kicks off, like, you know, the meat of this week's show. I feel like most people are going to be like, for the first time since we started it, thank God Roly Poly Rorty is a segment to break this up with. Because it is a (laughs) tough pill to swallow this. It really is. Like, it really... I mean, it really is. But this week's show is basically our... Roundtable discussion at the square table. Top 10 ways that Trump is going to make America a positive place. We're going to put a spin on it because most people, you know, are always focusing on the negative. So we're going to do with the positive. It's going to be Nikki and Tom's 10 good things that could come out of a Trump presidency. (sighs) And before we even start the show, let me just say this entire premise was Nikki's idea. (laughs) (laughs) And then she came to the table unprepared. Well, not only did she come to the table unprepared, but she, uh, when I was like, what should we do to show on this week? Because we do have an interview that we could do, but I mean, we're saving. We're like, saving one it for next because, week because it's a murder. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, like, we'll, we'll save that one. Like, what do you want to do to show on this week? Because we got to get like, this off our chest. We got to get the dirty taste out of our mouth and then we could move on. He hasn't even put the dirty in your mouth yet. You don't know that. He hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't. <laughs> but. The, the point is, is he that, gets around, Tom. <laughs> uh, I know he gets around. But the point is that I was like, I'm like, what do you want to do it on? And you were like, let's make up this. Let you, actually, what you first said was, we haven't done a list show in a while. We should do a list yeah. show. And I was like, list of what? And then you were like, it's up to you. And I was like, no, no. This is not, this isn't a dinner choice. I'm a very indecisive person. Like, I literally don't care about anything. Like, I just, I, I'm incapable of making a decision on anything. An hour to decide dinner usually on most nights where it's like, what should we have? I don't know. What do you want? Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. And then like an hour goes by and then then you're in starvation mode and you're angry like a bear coming out of hibernation. <laughs> but with this, it was more like you said immediately almost. Yeah, I had like two do? ideas. Yeah, yeah I had you were two like, ideas. Let's do, let's do a list on how Trump is going to make America great. But not like, you know, like in a snarky way. Like we're taking our like... And that's reg- where you saved it. High regard show, like, spin on it. Like, here's here's quote unquote how he's going to make America great again. Well, I feel like if you have to tell people, it's going to be snarky. People are stupid. Look at what they did. Look at what they did. People are dumb. So we have to spell it out for them. I Not feel as if you- my list is going to be snarky enough where people will know, like, oh, it's a snarky list. I don't know what you wrote. I'm a journalist, so I kind of have to, like, put the warning out there. You You're going to hardline it? I guess. They got a hard line like how America is going to be great. Let's see how this all pans out. <laughs> because we didn't see each other's list before we started the show. We didn't. So it's new to us just as it is to you listeners. And mostly because Nikki just finished her I list before we it, yeah. pressed record. He was about to press record and I was like, no, wait, I want to change number six. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, oh, great. I see how this is. Like you are completely unprepared, even though this is your show. This is your show this week. Yeah, but I pulled it all together, man, and because that's how I Rizzo. As long as everybody knows this is your show this week, <laughs> that's all that matters right Whatever. Now. All right, so. Oh, um, God, I almost went with, I almost led with, like, my first one. Well, your number one choice. Yeah, I almost led with all my right. number one. No, 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 we're going to start with number 10. Go. Let's see if we even still on the same page, like, as far as these things go. I'm sure we're not, because you don't listen. You said make a snarky top 10 list of how Trump is going to make America great again. Okay, let's see what you got. Show me what you got. Well, in Trump's America, immediately, (laughs) love will be in the air. As more people will be getting out with like-minded individuals during many of the upcoming protests. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Thanks. Are we like on the same, this kind of like what could it is? Be, could uh, be. Well, let's I've got see. Some, yeah. I mean, I've got some that are snarky and then I got some that are actual like legit ones as well. All right. Okay. All right. Let's see what happens. So my number 10 is he's so impulsive. We might actually see the day after in real life. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, like it could happen. And, you know, and we have said before, like, you know, like, wouldn't we just watch the bomb come hit and just watch it happen? Oh, yeah. So, I mean. Definitely. It'd be like a movie. It'd be like a blockbuster movie playing right outside your front door. And you don't even have to pay. Like, you saw Star Wars for 30 bucks. So, this is free. It's free. <laughs> and nobody's going to, like, spray anything in my mouth when I'm not ready for it. Most likely. Uh, Most likely know. not. We'll I see can't what my mood is. <laughs> but here's the thing. You know, 
you say it joking around. I just watched like Star Talk the other night with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes. And on it, they were talking about like global warming. And if nothing changes right now, right now, today, if they, we just kept it the way things are, mm-hmm. the human race can survive another hundred years without any changes. Oh, so then we've got about 30 years left at least. They said they cut if if he implements like the coal and the fracking mm-hmm. and stuff like that, cut that down the Which 60. Which he's going to because all he thinks about is money. He doesn't care about anything but money. But 60 years is like an estimate of how long mm-hmm. we can survive for, like as a race. Now, luckily, I'm planning on being dead before that. God forbid. But just imagine everybody else who's stuck here listening. So like you toddlers who are tuning in right now. <laughs> you toddlers smoking your weed listening to our show. <laughs> That's right. We're envious. That's <laughs> all we got to say to you, sons of bitches. Anyway, so you're number nine. Golf will replace baseball as the national pastime. You can go to one of Trump's many golf courses and schmooze and rub elbows with the rich and famous while just putzing around. Putzing around. Good one. Oh, my goodness. You like did a little head bobble, too, because you knew you were like, I'm doing a pun. Are you ready? Here it comes. Here it comes. If only we were on video, you guys could see my right? thing, right? See, but so now you did something that like I always do every show. Pretty much. Now you know how it feels looking across the table. You're <laughs> like going, hey, come on, man. You know nobody could see you, right? Didn't you want to say it? You wanted to say I it. Did. I did. I know. That's why I am every show. <laughs> so number nine, <laughs> the number of child murderers will spike because his kids, especially the boys, especially the little one, Baron, they look like maniacs. That little Baron looks like Damien from the Omen. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like he, he looks totally like a does. maniac. Like he totally does. I saw it because I sit facing one of the TVs in my in our newsroom and Baron was like standing behind Donald at like something. I don't know what it was. Like I don't like it was one of like whatever. And he's just standing there and he just has that like blank face that Melania has. And it's just like and I'm he's like pulling the heads off of a Barbie doll. I, my coworker said he looks like he would like. She goes, he looks like he's cutting up animals. I'm like, yeah, like he cuts up, he cuts off the heads of cats or something. So like, oh. if, if there's like feral cats that are around the White House, like, and they go missing, check the basement because I bet you he knows where they are. Or under his pillow. Yeah. Ugh. He like he probably makes like a pelt coat out of it. Yeah, because they need to go make pelt coats. Maybe they're ranch, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Not to call anybody out on this show, because we love our parents very, very much. <laughs> but but I'm going to call your mom out right now. <laughs> because in the new Trump America, we are going to be able to go back to calling things gay and people retarded. It's true. I feel like your mom's going to love that. Because <laughs> she's going to be like, I don't know why it changed in the first place. <laughs> I didn't notice it changed. <laughs> yes, I, I don't think you're very far off on that. <laughs> okay, my turn? Yeah, it's your okay, turn. That's all so I got. So my number eight is we journalists probably won't have to listen to his stupid voice because he'll just tweet his speeches. <laughs> journalists are not invited to press conferences. I'm sorry. Just close friends and family. <laughs> I know. It's like we're just going to like... <laughs> And we're just going to take everything that you write in a tweet as you saying it and run with it, Correct. which is what we've been doing for the past 15 fucking months. Yeah, he gets two ups- years. He really gets upset over the fact that we don't report fairly on things that he has said in the past. And it's kind of like, how can we? You don't really hold press conferences and you just tweet out what you want. Sorry if we misinterpret your 140 characters for your plan for the entire country. <laughs> <laughs> um. This one is kind of like a selfish one that I put down okay. for myself here. Um, with Lena Dunham moving to Canada, she will leave behind that horrible girl show, which we can all forget about in a few months. Well, the show's ending anyway. I know, but we could, I feel like everybody's talking about like girls again. It's kind of like it wasn't good in season one. Should we have even be going into another season? Much She's less like leaving. six or seven. She's leaving. She's going to Canada. She's not going to Canada. She is. You know what's going to be really funny, though? When she goes to, like, the high part of Canada and some Inuit is going to, like, club her and make a jacket out of, like, her 
fat flesh. Oh, that beast of a bitch. Oh, my God. I hate okay. her so all much. All right. All right. We do not fat shame. We're, I'm not fat shaming. You just said beast of a bitch. You literally just you literally just said beast of a bitch. That doesn't. She could just. She could be hairy. What do you know? <laughs> oh my god! What number was that? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my number four. So you're number six. That, no, number four. Well, yeah, because I'm going down numbers. You're going up numbers. I don't know how you did your list. No, my number one. I'm going. I'm. I'm going like from ten to one. You don't remember the last one you did. Okay, and I do know. All right, well, then go for it. <laughs> Number seven. <laughs> because every day will get us a little bit closer to the end of his term. Oh, that really is very, like, endearing. The power of positive thinking. <laughs> I've been trying to employ it my whole life. It never works out, but I just keep plugging away because that is hope. I can't wait with, later on in the show when we get to the Did You Know segment and I throw some math at you because I thought of some math earlier. And then like the more I'm, I don't know why ever since we started recording the show, I can't get this number out of my head and I'm like going, okay, well we'll see. But I'm just saying like, there's going to be a little, it's going to be a little like, uh, you know, I'm not doing a math quiz. You know, Harry starts, you know, in New York, 1400 miles away from the Canadian borderline and whatever. 37. Right. <laughs> English as a second language teachers will shift from Spanish to Russian to give it a little more flair. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. You like that, that one? That was a really good one. <laughs> okay. And we'd like to, because, I mean, we've heard so much Spanish at this point in time. We can use a little bit of a change because there's been a lot of yelling in the hallways lately. There's been a lot of yelling and I could fancy like a language change. Yeah. So it's coming. It's coming. I mean, the music. I mean, like I used to do like Russian dances when I was a kid. So like. Oh, great. You're going to fit right in. too. You're going to fit right into Red America. (laughs) Red does look good on me. (laughs) My number six. We lived to see the first president to have his own reality show while in office. Hmm. We really did, and it's still going. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even like it's it's literally reality. I feel like this is you know Donald Trump's prunked. <laughs> <laughs> like he's gonna just like He's gonna come out like to the podium and just be like for like his speech and just tear off a mask and just be like Ashton Kushner is gonna be behind <laughs> Ashram, it. Pranked. I'm the one you voted for. Great. <laughs> Great. Um, graffiti artist will have a huge canvas in the U.S.-Mexico wall. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting stronger as they go. I feel like the list is. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good, yeah. yeah. I didn't want to front load it. No. No. I mean, uh, like you got to like you know lob. I yeah. can't wait to give my number one. Okay. All right. My number one is kind of anticlimactic. That's fine. Mine'll mine'll carry it. All right. Number five, <laughs> gold prices will go up because he will make the White House as gold and gaudy as his other hideous homes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that was the majority of him and Barack's meeting when they first met. As he was just looking around at the, the walls and Barack's like, you cannot change any of this. Like, this is historical. You can't change it. And he's like, just a flash. Just a flash. Just a tremendous gold fountain right there under Washington's <laughs> portrait. <laughs> tremendous. <laughs> Great. Okay. Yeah, it's your turn there, Bob. I know it. The lack of health care will be of little consequence after the first nuke is launched. That's something to look forward to. Yeah, we won't have to worry <laughs> about that. <laughs> Yay, America. <laughs> Men with bad hair and or are balding will feel better about themselves and feel empowered because, hey, look at where this guy ended up. (laughs) God, is that how orange people feel? That's how the blacks (laughs) felt eight years ago. And now the orange people feel this way. (laughs) Exactly. Oompa, loompa, loompa dee doo. I bet you they feel prunked. (laughs) <laughs> every black every black voter that voted for like Obama like both terms were like going, we're on our way up and I feel like someone just 
pulled the rug out from yep. one of them and said, no, you ain't. Yeah. <laughs> um, women won't have to worry about their choices because all decisions will be made for them. Yeah, yay. It's just like the dark ages again in the 50s. <laughs> like, wow. Just like the blacks and every other, you know, person of color, we've taken a step back. Listen. Just be happy nobody's dragging you around by your hair. You could still get in a car and go where you need to. Thanks, Tom. You're welcome. Now go make my dinner, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I can legally say that now, so whatever. I guess. In Trump's uh, America. That's right. <laughs> my number three is we are going to have some amazing memes of his ridiculous face. <laughs> You mean more than we already have? Like more. how many, how, is it even possible? It is. I think I think we haven't even begun to like, he hasn't even unleashed the face, the total facial. Do you have a favorite meme, a meme of his? <laughs> do, you, do you have a favorite I do, one? Yeah. Which one? I can't say right now. Uh, I'll tell you mine. Okay. The one with him and Jim McMahon from World Wrestling Federation, where they're both making like the same oh, Vince faces. McMahon. Vince yeah. McMahon, yeah, Jim McMahon, Jim McMahon, the football player, My you know, and he's like, a beat. I love <laughs> Jim McMahon, I love him. Eighty-five Bears forever. But when when Vince McMahon was like making all those over the top faces, and then Trump was doing like the same thing, yeah. but but Vince McMahon was acting for the WWE, and. Trump was actually giving speeches like to the American public. Yeah. It's just his face, man. That's one way to capture middle America. Wrestling. <laughs> exactly. Good Lord. You know, speaking of, I just have to interject because yes, I was like snooping through his Twitter today, just like when I was trying to find ideas for things like Vince McMahon. No. Oh, Trump. Donald Trump. Okay. And Donald Trump follows 42 people. That's it. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon's people. one of them. All of his kids. He? And Vince McMahon is one of them. Unbelievable. Is it? It is. And the first person that came up was Rince Priebus. Who the hell is that? The de- the Republican chair. Oh. Like the Republican National Convention chair. Yeah, big deal. I'm not getting involved in that part of it. That's too deep, too deep, too okay, deep. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Is it my turn for number two? Or no, you... No. Okay, go. go, go, go. Pussy grabbing mm-hmm. for all will be legal without ramifications. Yay! It's such a wonderful time to be a woman. <laughs> Whatever. What if you're like a really hideous woman, though? It doesn't matter. Oh, my God. And you're going to be thinking like, all right, well, I'm glad this is at least happening. (laughs) (laughs) Right? You're a terrible man. I know. I'm going to fit right in. And my number two happens to go with that. (laughs) Ah, well, thank you, terrible woman. Because we're going, and like, this is an actual serious thing because, you know, he's (laughs) he offended women. He offended people of color. He offended you know, just about everybody except for white middle America. But women are now actually being inspired and empowered to run for office because they want to be the change that they want to see in the world. And this is an actual movement that's starting to happen now where women are, like, becoming interested in in politics to, like, help make a change. So that's actually one legit thing that's good. It is one legit thing that's good. But what annoys the shit out of me is you and I were talking the other night. And Elizabeth Warren was on, and she was grilling, like, his educational selection. Oh, my God. It was brilliant. It really was. It was actually actually one of the funnest television nights I've had (laughs) in a while was just, like, watching her just tear into this person. And you were saying how so many people look at her, and they're like, oh, she's a bitch. She's like a bulldog. Like, she's just, like, so much, like, over the top. That's what you have to be. And that's the same thing you and I have talked about, Mm -hmm. like, career-wise. You know, you can't have it both ways. You can't say, I want something, and then just whisper it. Yeah. If you want something, you got to kick and claw for it. Speak loudly and carry a big stick because that's how he got his ass in the White House, man. Yeah. And I think back and I just remember like every time they had a debate or they were both on the campaign trail and they talked about each other, Hillary would sit there and smile the whole entire time. Like, you know, like... Oh, Donald's doing something ridiculous right now. And he'd be like, idiot woman. She's, you know, whatever. Nasty woman, yeah. Nasty woman. Like, and just going off on her. And it's the it's the loudmouth that always wins the prize at the end of the day. Yeah, we literally just had this conversation. Yeah. Workplace, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, just look at the top of the food chain in any major corporation. It's, oh, it's a lot of times... The person who was a dick the whole way to the top, and then they just coast for the rest of their lives. Yeah. 
But nobody like, you know, who goes in and just busts their ass and doesn't complain and just does what they're supposed to. Those people don't get ahead. No, they don't. Because people don't need to pay attention to them because they're doing what they're supposed to do. Right. So you got to rebel. Exactly. So we need more Elizabeth Warrens because personally, after that night, I'm yeah, a I agree. huge fan of I've been of a ours. fan of hers like since like when I wrote about finance and that horrible year I spent in finance a couple years back where she like started the CFPB, which is the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. And it was like everybody hated her because I was caught. I was covering finance. So like everybody was like there was so much pushback about her. And I was like, but like, are you listening to what she's saying? Like she's watching you so you don't fuck the people. And I right. have no problem with that. But that's the thing that most people, they, if somebody makes them feel uncomfortable, now they're hostile. Yeah. And it's kind of like, all right, well, you know, somebody made you feel comforted to the point where you voted for them. And now you're in a situation where, guess what? You're going to be fucked in a very uncomfortable place. <laughs> like the back of a Volkswagen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we're at number one. We are. That was a pretty quick list. It was. In four years, all Americans will be in the same sinking boat. But luckily, you and I will have the opportunity to tell our parents. We told you so. That's right. The tables <laughs> have turned. <laughs> oh, my God. We get to finally do that. <laughs> so there's another positive for sure. <laughs> That is definitely brilliant. <clears throat> and we're up to yours, which you've been anticipating. I am so excited about this. <laughs> I hope it doesn't fall flat. My favorite, my number one is also my favorite meme of Donald Trump. Oh. And it involves when he and Uncle Sam the Eagle got into it <laughs> during a promo shoot for Time Magazine. So I'm hoping that the bald eagles may unite to finish the job because wouldn't that be a sight of eagles the symbol of the united states of america pecking its president to death and you had one so similar earlier too because you had said one of the other good things were that the eagles will decide to change their lifestyles to become non-extinct or something along those lines but they aren't they aren't extinct like i wanted to say like they're gonna change like they're gonna like multiply so that they can like unite but they've not they haven't been extinct since 2007 i guess i missed that memo so when you sent me the text earlier (laughs) that was your number one like earlier you sent it to me and i was like going oh i'm like going man yeah the eagles are totally extinct and then you now you tell me they haven't been extinct for like the last seven years yeah no, the Nine, last 10, ten years. years. Ten oh, years. Jesus Christ! But still, I think it's a good. I think it's a good thing that like maybe they might unite. Like maybe the bird people will take over. Well, something is going to, for sure. Because, like I said, if if the environment continues to go the way it is, you know, we're not going to be around. So that's just. It's going to have to be something. And there is our twenty things to look positive. For in the uh, in the new, next four years in the uh, Trump regime, <laughs> should we do a roly poly roarty? Do you want to do a roly poly roarty? I guess we should. All right, let's play that funky music, white boy. Ooh, roly poly roarty, roly poly roarty. So how's it hanging? hanging it's drooping i could tell you that (laughs) your pants are very droopy (laughs) it's getting ridiculous and i don't want to have to have the conversation again about your pants and i don't think our listeners do either they're getting very very loose like very very loose like crazy and it's weird um this week at work we've had like our we call it i think uh our 360 round table is what it's called where they bring in like all of the magazines that the company owns, mm-hmm. all their editors, and then the vice presidents all come in and like high up management comes in and the building has been a buzz with a lot of people. And, um, you know, they talk about like what each magazine's doing over mm-hmm. the past Got year, it. what it plans to do and stuff like that. So <laughs> there have been people who have been in the other building who I haven't seen since well before the operation. Mm-hmm. And two things happened today that were weird where... One woman who I haven't seen since 
I guess, just when I came back from the operation. So when I came back from the operation, I was like 20 pounds down, but just in passing, she didn't really right, notice sure. that much. 20 pounds, you can get out of pay attention. But now it's over 80. It's like it's creeping up on like 85 pounds it down really now. It really is, yeah. So here's the same woman. She passes me today and she was like, are you sick? And I'm like, what do you mean? And she goes, she goes, I don't want to pry. She goes and says, but she goes and says, you lost like a lot of weight. And I'm like, if I lost this much weight from being sick, I'd be dead right now. I think <laughs> because we are well beyond like we're, we're breaching into AIDS waters at this point in time. <laughs> so that was number one. And it made me feel good to think that somebody thought that I had caught the hiv. And was losing this much Honestly, weight. You're not the you're the second person. Like, I had a friend who would go on Atkins like once a year and like use this ridiculous amount of weight from just eating all that protein and cheese all the time. Like it was just protein, bacon and cheese is like all he ate. How much cheese is too much cheese? Like though? it was ridiculous. <laughs> like it was absolutely ridiculous. And I said to him, I'm like, dude, like, you've got to stop. I'm like, you look like you have AIDS. And I'm like, and it's not like I wasn't being it was like he was so thin. He was so and like, you know, he had a shaved head. So he just looked like I'm like, you look like you're dying of AIDS. Like you were so thin and like just rickety. And he goes, thank you. <laughs> and I was like, that wasn't a compliment. I'm like, that's like one of the most horrible ways that somebody could die. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it's it. It's like, that's not a compliment. But when you mentioned this, how long ago was it? Because, you like know. Ten, like five, ten years ago. Because I feel like there was a time where that look was so chic. Oh, my God. Moving on. What was the second? Not the AIDS part, but I'm saying the the incredibly overly thin. Like, thin, like yeah, look of like, men and women. Yeah, like it was just All like right. everybody wanted to be so thin. Okay. But it's weird because I'm finding now, which is strange, when I go on the scale... If I look like there were a few times this week where I kind of cheated and I broke my own rule and I went on the scale, not on Thursdays like I usually do. Mm -hmm. I was go first. I wasn't going on at all. Then I was like, all right, I'm I know my weight slowing down. I got to keep an eye on like what's happening right. so I can make sure my food's right that I'm eating and whatnot. So there was I was like once a week, Thursdays, that's it. That's the only day because I figure Friday and Saturday Sunday I'm home so if I'm gonna do anything bad it's gonna be on those days mm -hmm. so that gives me like three extra to get, days yeah. to get it back down right. and then this is like an accurate yeah that's depiction normal. of what it is I used to weigh myself every Monday but that's horrible because it's right after the weekend that's I when know. you do most of your damage but that's when I would like try it like I would make a conscious effort to be good and be like okay I don't want to get on the scale and have gained and I always gained but but you see that I'm the opposite <laughs> in that because if I go on the scale like I did three times this week, twice I went on and there was zero change at all. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm completely unmotivated to do anything at this point in time because I'm running every night or every other night or doing the stairs or trying to lift weights or something mm -hmm. like every night there's a workout involved. If the scale doesn't move, well, then screw it. Why do I care? Right, I'm doing exactly. All this for yeah, because like, the scale is a monster. Right. So made the mistake of doing that. You are saying that. You look at it, and if you say, oh, man, I ticked up after the weekend, which I know I would if I weighed myself on a Monday, that you'd be motivated, I'd be, like, devastated and just be like, screw it. So I, I notice a mental thing happening right now. Yeah. But it also happens when I look at the scale today, and I'm like, oh, man, you know, I'm down in the two teens now. Like, I'm a solid 219. Like, not 219.4 or 0.6 or whatever. Right. Like, I'm 219 now from 302. 302 that is so incredible so and it's not even four months yet right so i'm like going all right and i'm like going this is so good i gotta walk extra now because now you i'm motivated, motivated. i want to yeah. keep it up yeah but it's at a point now where it's like going i don't have pants that fit anymore man so what are you going to do? Like you're going to eat to fill them back up? No. A little bit maybe. No. <laughs> no, I'm not. Because I'm never going to have that operation again. But my second encounter today was I went downstairs to get a drink. And while I was downstairs, I came back up. And um, when I was walking through, our, the cleaning lady was there. Mm -hmm. And she was with the security guard who I hang out with all the time. And um, he opened up the door for me and let me in. And the cleaning lady 
like looked at me and she was like, she's like, I like your shirt. She goes, it says it makes you look taller. And the security guard is like, are you kidding? He lost so much weight. It's not that he looks taller. He looks less round and more rectangular. <laughs> and I was God. like, all right, <laughs> well done, sir. So <laughs> That's a horrible thing to say to somebody. Whatever, man. So he goes, she, he was like, he's, he's like, so like looking like he's in shape now. And she was like, really? She goes, you had a big weight loss. And I'm like, I had a, yeah, man. I'm like, probably Did it piss you off. No, but it, it really concerned me to the point where I was like, holy crap. Some people like really don't notice like, cause you and I talk about this. I look in the mirror every single day. I don't notice a change in my face or anything like that. Really? Like it is totally not. And I don't look back at old pictures that Tyler has taken, like, you know, for Roly Poly Roddy or anything. So I don't have anything to compare it to. So now, you know, the only time I know that I lost weight is when I look, you know, put my pants on. I look down and I'm like, holy crap, man, I could fit another whole half of me in my pants at this point in time. So when somebody says, I don't notice a difference, it kind of puts me in panic mode and makes me think like, am I right in thinking that maybe I don't look different? And then I go to my desk and I'm like, but I didn't do this for looks anyway. So it really doesn't make a difference. So but welcome to like, you know, like what it is to be like a woman, like how how stressful it is to like. Upke- obviously like i don't upkeep that ideal but like <laughs> but you're losing weight though you're definitely losing weight yeah and what's weird is i barely and like i said unless it's in clothes if it's just looking at myself i don't notice over 80 pounds lost on me but i will totally 100 percent notice three pounds lost on you really yes really interesting an interesting what development it is. thomas that's what it is when we judge others as opposed to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so much easier to do it the other way. Yes. And how are you food how is how's food going? Um, food's going good. I feel like I said, you know, it's still it's exactly the same as it's always been. Like where still it's shake, so like the smoothies. Sm- smoothies in the morning, which last a couple of hours throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there'll be like food, but it doesn't matter what it is because it's only a couple of bites. I think for just before we started the show tonight, I had three dumplings and I'm like, that's it. That's dinner for the entire night. Like I cannot eat anything else anymore. Oh, there you go. So, but I did find chili lime um, beef jerky today. That sounds really good. Which was amazing. And it's just for like, you know, the protein because that's the one thing that I feel like I'm suffering. You really right are. Now. And I keep telling you and you don't listen to me. Was it very limey? Here's the thing, because I gave Jesse a piece, too. I would want it to be limey. When you first put it in your mouth, it's like a sweet chili lime. Like, you taste mm-hmm. the lime in it, and it's almost sweet, mm-hmm. right? But it's not, like, sugary sweet. It's, like, like sweet from the juice of a lime, kind of. Mm-hmm. But as you're chewing it, the spice comes out, and it's a slow heat. But by the time you're done, you're like, oh, man, there's some heat in this, too. Like so it starts of off heat? sweet. You're not going to, you're not going to like, it's not like putting a drop of Tabasco sauce on okay. your tongue, but it's like, it's like a hot heat that hot, radiates hot from heat. it. Very, very cool. And I bought it just on a whim because I, I was like going, I need to have some kind of protein. And I right. ran downstairs, I sort of different flavors and I'm like, this sounds like something different just to try something different. And, it was and crave, I was like, wow. And Crave makes mm-hmm. it. And it was freaking awesome. Well, there you go. Tom Tout and Crave. Yes. So, you know, that's it, really. I mean, okay. you know, the only other interesting thing that happened was during uh, my run last night, I saw, like, <laughs> someone getting a blowjob in a car. Nice. Yeah. A little bit of PDA going on. Mm, yeah, but if you would have seen the two that were in the car, you would have <laughs> been like, oh, no, man. How did you know it was a blowjob? Um, because I saw the guy sitting behind the wheel as I was running up towards the car, because mm-hmm. I was heading into like, you know, in the direction of the car mm-hmm. and they were parked and where it is, it's the very super, super thin pathway and mm-hmm. it's all mud and it's along like this fence. Oh, there. Okay. So, I mean, it's not like I could have crossed the street like, oh, I'm going to give you guys your privacy. Like once you're on this little tiny path, there's a fence to your left and there's like, and you have to like a big have, road to your right. You have to shimmy. Like you have to shimmy because you're walking along the cars. Oh, shit. I thought that you were just like walking on the sidewalk and, and you saw No, it. I was like trapped and I'm like, oh, shit, man. Now I'm stuck <laughs> oh with these God, two. Ew. So as I'm, as I'm 
and I was I run in that little tiny path, mm-hmm. and I mean seriously. It's not easy to run in that. Right. It's not even easy it's a to tiny walk. Path. It's so we small. get it. We get it's it. a very tiny we path. We get that it's a tiny path. Do you understand how it's small? It's the size of your stomach, I bet. Like it's a tiny, tiny path for a tiny tummy runner. It's not that small. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so I'm going through and as I'm getting closer to the car, I see the guy sitting behind the wheel, plain as day, right? Because his dashboard's all lit up because the car's on, but his headlights are out. So I, I was just assuming he was like, Maybe like one of those gypsy cabs that were going to be picking somebody up or sure, was just right, hanging yeah. out. Could be anybody. Stoner, most likely, because everyone in that bridge is high at nighttime. Right. Like that whole ve- thing reeks of weed. It's a very weird place at night, yeah. Yeah. I love it it's there It's very well lit. It's very well lit. Like, But I mean, like when I would walk with you one night, like there was a guy jerking off, like looking toward New Jersey of all things. And it was like, okay. People are into the strangest I things. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> But as I'm getting closer to the car, I see his face clear as day, and it looks like he has like one of those knobs on his steering wheel, like you know, like a knob. You know, like when you watch like old movies and you see like they have like on the steering wheel, like it's called. I think uh, I, they're not going to see your hand turning, honey. I know it's. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it to show you. I think it's called like a suicide thing, a suicide handle, where it's actually. On the steering wheel, it's like a little tiny wheel that's attached to the steering wheel. And you could just grab this. And the thing is, is that with one hand, you can like oh um, my God. twist this thing around to make a really, really fast turn and lose control of your car. Okay. Is what it comes down I to. I have no idea. Okay. You watch a couple of movies from the 50s or 60s. Okay. You'll see what I mean. Okay. I thought he had one of those things. And I thought that his leg was just hitting the steering wheel and just bouncing this thing around a little bit. <laughs> until... The woman picked her head up and made eye contact with me. And then I was like, and then for a minute I was like, well, what's going on here? And then I realized like you two should go find somewhere else because (laughs) it's a traumatic experience. They were not, (laughs) there wasn't a model. Neither one of them were models. (laughs) Neither one of them were probably five models if you combine the two of them because okay. it is. Okay. Anyway. Oh, my God. All right. you're, you're such a snot now. Like, you're like. I'm not you're, a snot. You're a fattest now. Like, you're a fattest is what you I'm are. Not a, I'm not. But even when I was fat, it wasn't like I was like going on narrow walkways where people have to get by and like going, oh, allow me to get my blowjob here because <laughs> nothing people want to see more than like, you know, my rolls of skin hanging over the steering oh wheel. Oh my God. All right. Thank you for Roly Poly Rorty. All right. You're welcome. I'll play the music. Very rude. I'm sorry. I didn't even get to tell you about the suicide person last night. Make it quick. Well, no, no, no. This isn't part of Roly Poly Rody no more. I know. Why don't you say how, like, so what's been going on this week? Oh, my God, Tom. Tell me what's been going on this week. Oh, my God. words or less. Well, let me tell you. Stop counting That's on five. your fingers. <laughs> well, I'm not worried because I know once you get past 10, you're totally fucked because <laughs> it gets way too complicated Wait, for I you. Wait, I have a pen. I have a pen so I could do, like, the... the Tick marks? The tick marks. Yeah, Is that you what they're called? That. I didn't know that they had I don't know what they're called. I'm just making shit up I'm now. just going to doodle while you tell the story because I know it's going to go on like really long. Great. So basically <laughs> what happens is um, I'm running down the hill. I oh, run up the hill. Are you running? Were I'm you... coming down the hill and I start to see, uh, I see an ambulance pull up. Then I see two cop cars pull up and I'm like, what the hell is happening down there? And like I mentioned, the only thing on the other side of the to the other side of the road. I mean, it's a huge road to get across. So I'm yes, like, oh, I'm not going to be able to get across it. And the traffic lights way behind me and the other traffic lights way past where they were. So I'm like going, I got to run past it. So I'm running past it and they're <laughs> taking out the tape and they're like starting to like get ready to do their investigation, whatever. And they're all looking over the edge of the bridge that I have to run across. Somebody jumped off the bridge. Now, do you know that for a fact? Well, I heard... One person say to like, I think it was a cop telling an EMT person, um, I so far we haven't found anything down there. Damn. 
So they were definitely looking and for And if there was a body a down there, they'd see it because there's nowhere for it to go. It's, it's not like a like highway. The, it's not the river, like the river's there and like it floated away or something. Like if there was something there, like they would have definitely found it. Yeah, but they had just gotten there. So, I mean, they were all hanging over the edge. So I don't know if a call had just come in and it was just reported that somebody had jumped or somebody That's sad. called and said they jumped. But these are the things that I've seen in one night. Harlem, man. Harlem is happening. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. And Did how... you lurk about like like a gaper? Like No, because at that point I already pulled the muscle in my ass. <laughs> and... <laughs> you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's definitely going to be one of the quotes that you'll find on social media later this week. <laughs> you laugh, but what it happened, I knew it happened, and I was just turned around and was coming back down the hill. So you know it's like a little over a mile away. I'm coming down the hill and I'm like, well, what the hell do I do now? Because I don't have a metro card on me or anything. Well, there it's was, like I could there jump was an a train. ambulance right there. You should have just been like, I pulled my groin because I'm a runner. No, I'm a not runner. my groin. It was literally my left oh, your ass, ass, your ass cheek. And I was just like going, oh, man, I pulled my ass. And I would, all I could think of was like Jack Black in like Tropic Thunder when he's like, my ass, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what am I going to do? Stop them and be like going, Oh, man. Can you please stop searching for the possible suicide victim and please attend to my left ass cheek? My ass needs some massaging. It's killing me. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So I still had to make it all the way home. So what was I going to do? Not like I had to I had to run through it because I was like the faster I get home, the faster I can like figure out what the hell I did to myself. Oh my God. Okay. Mario Lopez. I wasn't going to It's been stop. a really long time since we've said Mario Lopez. So there's Tom showing that. <laughs> and how was your week? Deadly. Why deadly? Cause it's the week of the inauguration and it's the week of Obama leaving and it was emotional and angry and it was just so much, so much emotion. You got to let that shit go. I understand that, but it still is just like... When men are making your decisions, you will not need emotion. Because it won't matter. Well, that's good to know. Well, I'm just letting you know that there is good things ahead, Nikki. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yes. So. Let's get into a did you know and get on with it. (gasps) What? We're going to do a did you know this week? Didn't you say you had a did you know? We sure did. Okay, let's get on with it. And here's the music. Did you know? Did you know? Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, and Franklin Delano Roosevelt are the three most popular presidents among historians. The remaining places in the top ten are often rounded out by Harry S. Truman, Woodrow Wilson, Dwight D. Eisenhower, James K. Polk. Who? James K. Polk. (laughs) What did he do? Who knows? Polk probably... You know, polka. (laughs) Theodore Roosevelt, Andrew Jackson, and Thomas Jefferson. That's your top ten list. Really? Are you surprised that? Why are you surprised that? Because I'm surprised that, like, JFK is not on there because everybody Mm. does love him. Although, like, I did read some stuff today that said that, like, JFK, like, his ratings, you know, like, he skyrocketed, of course, as, you know, people who get killed in the height of... Their time does. Like, you know, there's like a... Were you thinking number one with a bullet? No, I wasn't thinking number one with a bullet. Oh, my God, that's terrible. Jackie, I love Jackie. Stop it. All right. But... I know. Like, I thought that he would be, like, up there, you know? But, like, I totally totally believe, you know, FDR. He's my total favorite president. I love FDR. And I'm sure he would love you, too, if you were alive when he was, like, (laughs) Like, alive. (laughs) I loved him, though. I mean, like, he did a lot of really good for, you know, he was a bastard, but, like, he did a lot of really good stuff for the Infrastructure and things like that, too. Sure. Absolutely. Well, that's all the stuff that made jobs, and it's all the stuff we forgot about over the years. Yeah, like the New Deal. My God. Yeah. And I love Teddy, like Teddy uh, for his conservation and stuff that, like, you know, Trump is going to shit all over. Like, he saved all that land for Donald Trump to shit on. Pretty much. Like every other every every president's gonna get shit on by the time this is all said and done. Like I don't understand like why some president doesn't come in and just do like the Mexico annex or something like that and just buy Mexico instead of putting up a wall. Like if we're gonna have to pay for a wall, for the same price we could just probably buy Mexico. Maybe. Because I feel yeah, like it's like how expensive like, could it be? Right, yeah. I feel like you could just go in there and be like, Oh, let me see what I got on me. <laughs> Open up your wallet and be like, Oh, would you take this? 
And I got a Subway gift card, too. It only got two punches in it. <laughs> oh, my God. You were rotten. Well, whatever. Who's your favorite president? Um, You know, it's too early to tell. But, I mean, as of right now, Obama, only because I don't think there has been a president that had faced that much adversity and still got that much done, regardless of what you feel about him up to this point in time. He got shit done, lady. He got stuff done in such unbelievably difficult circumstances, like from day one, man. Because when he was elected president, you know, that's when I was living in Pennsylvania. And the majority of people that I knew were not about Obama. (laughs) Nope. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, living here the last couple of years, you look at it and you're like going... Okay, well, I can see why he didn't get things done. I can see, like, the situation where, you know, you might look at him and say, hey, um, you know, you are a good president, and everybody around here agrees with it. There, though? No. no. No way. No, 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 no. And it wasn't because they were against what he was doing. They were just against him. <laughs> yeah, we um actually, on Thursday of last week, we did an amazing, like, tribute and like spread of Obama like the entire paper was pretty much all Obama we had this beautiful illustration on the cover it actually made the top 10 of museum which is like you know in Washington DC and it's a museum of news yes museum (laughs) how (laughs) clever (laughs) and they like you know pick the covers of the day and stuff and we made it in the top 10 because it was just like a truly beautiful cover and when I first saw it it just like took my breath away because as you know like I wasn't an Obama fan because I was a Pennsylvanian and right. you know it took a long it took a little while for me to like realize like damn like these people that I've been like associating with are absolutely batshit crazy <laughs> so you know it was just it was a really really tough thing to like see and it's like really hard to like come to terms with What's, the end of a term, yeah. And but that's not always the case because when Clinton left, and at the time, like everybody was so so against Clinton because of blowjobs. Now you can just go out on the street and get one in Trump's America. Like we saw it last right, night when it. I yeah, was running with... last night. It's like everybody's getting a blowjob now, but back then, oh, it was such a big deal because president got a blowjob. <laughs> but seriously, it's kind of like you know. Everybody was so hung up on that. It was like, who gives a shit, man? The guy got a blowjob. But, you know, compared to like Bush, yeah, Clinton wasn't all that bad. (laughs) Little Bush was like the devil, you would think, until Trump comes along and says, nah, you haven't seen him yet. Exactly. Here I am, And the way that you are with the light like shining underneath you, like you look very demonic right now, as you said, like devilish. (laughs) But the New Yorker of all places did like a headline the other day that was like i'm gonna have to paraphrase because i don't remember the exact wordage but it was like george bush can't wait for inauguration day so he's not the worst president in america and it was just like like it was along those lines and like i read it and i just like laughed my ass off because like he he is so hated and but you see go back to pennsylvania though because so many people that i knew when i was living there loved loved him him. they were like how could you not like him like the same reason that they loved rudy giuliani 9 11 he brought everybody together blah 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 blah. like all the same stuff but i think people are finally starting to see it because more people are talking about it now like i don't know what the time frame is on it but ever since giuliani was supporting trump and like going out there and being his usual crazy mental patient self like you're seeing especially like comedians and stuff are like the only thing that made Giuliani famous was the fact that the towers fell when he was mayor because that would have made anybody famous because everybody been like oh unity for New York right he didn't do any of that he didn't he didn't do jack shit Right, he was just there to unify after something happened. Right, and the people did that amongst themselves. Yeah. Because the people have to decide whether they want to. So. Well, good to know. Well, let me continue with the denial. Oh, my God, we're not done? No. Recent presidents, such as John F. Kennedy, there you go, Ronald Reagan and Bill Clinton, tend to be rated amongst the greatest in the world, world opinion polls but do not always rank as highly amongst presidential scholars and historians. I don't get the Ronald Reagan thing, to be honest with you. Because I remember the whole Reagan era. I don't. I do. And it was all about, you know, instilling fear. 
that's basically what it was. It was like the Cold War is coming, like we're going to be in war at Russia and they it's have the Trump, like it's these things. It's the same things. thing that Trump does. It, yeah. it, it's come around again. And for people, well, that's it. And I feel like for people who supported Reagan, they love Trump. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the people who like loved Reagan love Trump. And it's kind of like, we don't need to go back to that, man. Those weren't really that good at times, but we're heading in that direction. The current popularity of our incoming president is at 37%, which is makes Donald Trump approval rating the lowest of any president-elect in the last two decades. I believe it. Two decades. I believe it because you're looking at Clinton. You're looking at, you know, Bush Sr., Clinton, Bush Jr., and say what you will about Willie, but back when he was in the White House, Slick Willie. if you put all the presidents Whoa. during their terms back at the age when they were in the White House, mm-hmm. and you were like, which one would you want to hang out with? He would be the only one, aside from Obama. Oh, I would yeah, totally I'd want totally to hang out with hang Obama. Out with Obama yeah. I would, but I mean, aside from that, because he's a cool cat, I would totally hang out with Billy. We would yeah, just honestly, be hanging out and, because like. Like when I was in high school, when I was a freshman, I was a freshman in 1991, you know, into 92. So like we were studying the election because, you know, it was the she was like, this is the first like election that like you're of age where you can understand what's happening. So we like really extensively studied it. So he's like the first president that like I truly, truly like remember like the presidency of like he's in the you know and then of course you remember everybody else after that but like i just remember like watching him with with the saxophone and stuff and like everything that like and then like but it seems like every time we get like a quote-unquote cool president we take a step back you know because like look at you know like then we went to bush like we went to you know baby bush low bush went to low bush he was a fucking train wreck but he was just like this dopey like puppet of a guy and you know i mean trump isn't a puppet but like i mean he looks like a puppet but like just know, not qualified yeah like exactly so like every time we get like a cool democrat we have to get an unqualified like moron so yeah and that's that's it so i mean that's what we're headed towards yep so all right, all right. so let's wrap up this week's yeah, did you know and the show along with it yes i just lost my steam i think <laughs> <laughs> apparently so did you know that's our show man yes and you guys all know we don't do politics on this thing usually like it is rad we might make a comment or something like that so thanks for sticking with us and letting us get some of our little jokes out to make ourselves feel better. Yeah, because we don't know if there's going to be a next week to do another show to way things <laughs> exactly. are going right now. So I it's feel like, like we need to like end on like every week now. We have to say like if we're here next week, <laughs> if there's still a world. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's just look, man. Adversity happens all the time, and I'm sure like you know we'll find a way to change things and roll with the punches. But we're stronger together. But right now, our all our togetherness seems to be against one person. Unfortunately, that person is in charge of everything. Exactly. So it sucks. But there you have it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Nikki. I don't see you like whatever. It's your contribution, just like making faces at me and shaking your head. Yes. Great. <laughs> if you want to find out about more about the High Regard Show, check out highregardshow.com or you can email us and tell us how much you love or hate the incoming president at highregardshow at gmail.com and you could follow along on social media where we share some snippets of our life as high regard show hosts and we also share some funny moments from the show believe me we have some and you like it so find us on all social media outlets as high regard show That's it. Thank you again, everybody, for listening, and we will see you next week. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Good night. Bye. 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 See you later. Bye. See you. Peace out. Bye. 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 Bye.